My name is Lily Madden, and I'm a proud Aranda, Bunjalung, Kalkadun woman from Gadigal country. The Daily Oz acknowledges that this podcast is recorded on the lands of the Gadigal people and pays respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander nations. We pay our respects to the first peoples of these countries, both past and present. Good morning and welcome to The Daily Oz. It's Monday the 25th of September. I'm Sam. I'm Zara. Succession is playing out in real life after Rupert Murdoch stepped down as chairman of News Corp and Fox Corporation. The end of an era and an historic succession unfolding. It's been a long-awaited question of what his plans were for the future, what his succession plan was. This is big news today. In today's Deep Dive, we're going to look at what this means for the Murdoch media empire and who's been chosen as Rupert's successor. But first, here's what's making headlines this morning. An Australian woman has accused British comedian Russell Brand of indecent exposure whilst she was working in a space shared with the BBC, that was Brand's employer at the time, in LA. The allegations were aired on Nine's 60 Minutes program, where the woman also alleged Brand later talked about the incident on his radio show. Brand has denied all the allegations. Starbucks has paid over $4.5 million in unpaid wages to over 2,400 current and former Australian employees. Staff from stores in Sydney, Melbourne, Brisbane and the Gold Coast were underpaid from 2014 to 2020. Starbucks became aware of the issue in 2020 and reported the issue themselves to Australia's workplace relations regulator. And both the NRL and AFL men's grand finals are set after a weekend of exciting preliminary finals, with Penrith and Brisbane facing off in the NRL decider and Collingwood and Brisbane playing in the AFL's edition. The AFL grand final will be played in Melbourne on Saturday afternoon and the NRL will follow in Sydney on Sunday. And the good news, Brazil's Supreme Court has ruled in favour of Indigenous land rights in what is being labelled as a historic win. An Indigenous congresswoman said, this is a victory for struggle, a victory for rights and a victory for our history. Rupert Murdoch, at the ripe old age of 92, has announced he is stepping down as chairman of Fox Corporation and News Corp after almost 70 years in the media. Rupert Murdoch's son, Lachlan, will become the sole chair of News Corp and continue as the CEO of Fox Corporation. I do think it's worth saying before we jump into this deep dive, Sam, that um, obviously you and I are very interested in this story, more so than the average person would be as people in the media, working in the media, looking at the media, studying the media. Um, But I do Mm. think that this is a story that, everyone should care about, at least everyone in this country. Well, I think that there is something in this country that is the fact that we have really significant media concentration. And what I mean by that is that basically two companies own most of our entire media market. One of those two is Rupert Murdoch's News Corp and the other is Channel 9. And so, I mean, I don't think there's any... I would argue any other company that we'd spend a whole podcast talking about a chairman stepping down from that would be of interest to people. But so much of the information we get, so much of what we are told and what we hear about the news and understand about the news directly comes from the decisions made by someone like Rupert Murdoch and ultimately now Lachlan Murdoch. So I do think that 
you know, all succession jokes aside, it is really important to actually pay yeah. attention to who's at the top and what decisions are going to be made as a result of that. And before we jump in, I think the other thing I'd add to that, Zara, is that this is not an Australian story. Mm. This is an international story. And the Murdoch empire stretches to almost every corner of the globe. Mm. So when we're talking through the changing leadership of that company, it's a global issue. It is. And I think we've done enough of a preamble without actually introducing the main characters of this story. So Sam, for someone that hasn't perhaps read as many biographies as you or I have, can you just explain who Rupert Murdoch is and what he has created with News and Fox Corp? Well, quite simply, he's one of the most influential media figures in the I'd world. I'd argue the most. Yeah, and there's a reason why you and I have read so many books about mm. him. Uh, and he's one of also then the richest men in the world. But a lot of people think that the Murdoch empire started with him, but he did have a bit of a head start in life. He inherited an Adelaide newspaper from his father in the 1950s. But then Rupert went on to establish a multimedia empire. It spanned across newspapers, films, book publishing, and TV news. If Rupert Murdoch is not the most powerful media mogul in the world, he would like very much to be. And the kind of jewels in Rupert Murdoch's crown has been both News Corp and Fox Corporation, which are both owned still by the Murdoch family. Now, as you said, Zara, News Corp owns a massive chunk of Australian media. It includes The Australian. It includes The Daily Telegraph, The Herald Sun. It also owns Sky News and News.com.au, which I'm sure a lot of listeners would be very familiar with. They're massive publications. It's the most read news website in the country. Exactly right. And in his personal life, Murdoch has been married and divorced four times. And he now has six kids and 13 grandchildren. And so I think you've ended on the note of his kids and grandkids, not because we're totally invested in Rupert Murdoch's personal life, but because on a public stage, there has been this very clear kind of succession plan that has played out that involves Rupert Murdoch's children. Yeah. I mean, that's where the parallels with the TV show become particularly strong. So today we're going to speak specifically about Lachlan Murdoch, who is now the heir apparent to the Murdoch dynasty. He's Mm. really a fascinating character. Tell me what we know about him. So he's the third oldest of Murdoch's children, but he is the oldest son. And he got his first job in the family business when he was 18, and he was running his first newspaper by his early 20s. And by 34, he was one of the most powerful executives in News Corp until he unexpectedly stepped aside in 2005 to pursue ventures outside the company. He did, though, return to News Corp in 2014. Uh, And then in 2019, there was a big sell-off of some of the Murdoch media's empire. So 21st Century Fox sold to Disney. And from then, Lachlan was named chairman and CEO of Fox Corporation. And this was the first real clear indication from Rupert Murdoch that his desire was really concrete in wanting Lachlan to be his successor. And so up until this announcement on Friday, Lachlan Murdoch was the co-chairman of News Corp alongside his dad and CEO of Fox Corporation. Now, though, he'll be the sole chairman of News Corp and he'll still continue as the chair and CEO of Fox Corporation. 
On the Australian side of the business, he still does have some roles and responsibilities. He's the executive chairman of Nova Entertainment, which is the company behind Nova radio stations and podcasts, as well as Smooth FM. And so Lachlan has been chosen to take over the family business, but you said that there were other siblings. What do we know about them? So there were two other of Rupert's children who were in the running for this top position. That's Elizabeth and James. But there are actually four children that will share jointly in the family stake of the business when Rupert dies. There's an older sister, her name's Prudence. But it's been clear in the last 10 years that Lachlan was the front runner. The only potential challenger to Lachlan was James Murdoch. James had been the favourite heir for some time. But then he resigned from the board in 2020 over political differences. And definitely, at least since then, it really does feel like Rupert has done whatever he can to ensure that Lachlan is locked in as his successor. But this isn't the last we've heard of Rupert Murdoch. He still will remain on the scene somewhat. He's got a position called Chairman Emeritus, and he's told employees he's optimistic about future years and he plans to participate in them and the continued growth of the company. He said he'll be watching all their broadcasts with a critical eye, reading their newspapers, websites and books with much interest and reaching out with thoughts, ideas and advice. I think if we take a step back, uh, the Murdochs are very clearly responsible for making a lot of the news that we consume, but they've also had a bit of a tendency to be part of that news cycle themselves, right? Yeah, and they've had this continuous stream of scandals, at least over the last two decades. The most recent scandal for Rupert Murdoch and News Corp was when Rupert admitted hosts on Fox News actually endorsed false claims that the result of the 2020 US presidential election was illegitimate. And this was an admission that Murdoch made under oath in a defamation trial. And just quickly, this trial was between Dominion, which was a company that made voting machines, and they were suing Fox for 1.6 billion US dollars in damages over these claims that the network knowingly broadcast the false claims about their machines and that their machines changed votes to favor Joe Biden and that the company had paid officials to participate in this fraud. So they filed this lawsuit in 2021, and they claimed that Fox executives and hosts actually knew that the claims were not true, but they chose to put them on the air and broadcast them anyway because they didn't want to lose ratings and anger their base of Trump supporters. In court, Rupert Murdoch defended the broadcasting of the claims as reporting the news, but he did acknowledge that some of the network's hosts had endorsed the claims. Murdoch said later that he could have intervened to stop this, but he didn't. Now, this trial didn't go all the way to a decision. The parties ended up settling for $787 million US dollars, and the case never did go to trial. So that was all playing out in the US, but then closer to home, the Murdochs were also in the news this year because Lachlan Murdoch sued an independent publisher here in Australia called Crikey. Yeah, and this is how Lachlan has made his way onto other news sites like the Daily Oz, for example, over the last 12 months and where listeners might be familiar with us mentioning his name. This case is all about claims that Crikey, which is an independent Australian media outlet, made about the role of the Murdochs and Murdoch-owned media in the US Capitol riots, which were on the 6th of January 2021. That case has now ended and Lachlan was ordered to pay the legal costs for the site when he dropped the case. 
But when he dropped the case, his lawyer said Murdoch was confident that the court would rule in his favor, but he decided to drop it as he didn't want to facilitate a marketing campaign designed to attract subscribers and boost Crikey's profits. Sam, I think the note I want to end on is probably one that a lot of people who watch media or are in media are thinking, which is Rupert Murdoch has been known and it's been well documented that he is a conservative-leaning individual and that... You know, his companies that that sit under News Corp and Fox Corp have embodied some parts of this, um, certainly in their coverage on certain issues, and that he's played a really big role in shaping that. Um, What we do know, at least from, you know, some of the reporting about Lachlan Murdoch and the way that he runs organisations is that it will be a similar story with him that politically the two see eye to eye on most issues and that we wouldn't expect a big departure in any way from what we've seen from News Corp and Fox Corp over the past few decades. A fascinating time for media and a fascinating time Zara for us to be in the media. It's really interesting to see a changing landscape. It is, and it's also a good reminder to support independent media. <laughs> How good, and you can do that by, you know, engaging with our podcast on whatever app you're listening to. You can ask a question if you're on Spotify. You can send it to a friend, put it on your Instagram story. We love all the support and we'll keep doing our thing if you keep doing yours. We'll be back again tomorrow. Until then, have a great start to the week. Hold up. 